bitches dug in like an Alabama tick. You're hit. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed, bro. You spend time with your family? Sure I do. Good. Because a man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. How do you do, ma'am? Henry Swanson's my name, and excitement's my game. Marty, <laughs> you know what we got here? Motherfucking Charlie Browns! But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast, Joe and Darian's movie podcast. We still haven't come up with a name yet, we're still uh, we're still in the search. We get an email or we get something uh, something afloat here, we'll, uh, we'll ask for some feedback once we uh, get this thing fully rolling. We got some ideas, we just haven't uh, committed. We haven't, yeah, we haven't fully committed yet. Good ideas, solid. Always. Always. Uh, Alright, well today... We went to uh, Century 16 again, which is the bigger movie theater in Mountain View. Although we were in one of the smaller theaters. In the smaller theater, which I was like not... That's one of the ones I... I'm used to the giant ones now. With yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, at least... But it w- didn't seem, I mean, bad. No, it was still fine. Yeah. I, we were right... We were, the, I believe, the second row and was pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah. I think the, the sound quality and the size of the screen is the only difference, really. Yeah. And um, still, I thought those sound was great. Picture was great. Where I could see everything from where I was sitting. Exactly. Maybe a little bit far from the bathrooms. <laughs> Maybe, as someone pointed out, <laughs> a little too far for the bathrooms. You know, when you're lounging in the back there. You know, so, we always get some characters. The guy yeah. next to me was trying to break his chair. <laughs> the guy behind Joe was complaining about the distance of the bathroom. Yeah, it's always an interesting time when we go to the movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. We uh, our movie of choice this week was uh, the Atomic Blonde. Yes, or, uh, just Atomic Blonde. Yes, Atomic Blonde, starring one Charlize Theron. Beautiful, I love her in a lot of things. Beautiful, eh? This movie is rated R. I'm gonna say it's a hard R. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a hard R. I mean, was, I was hard. There was dude, <laughs> some un unexpected scene. Yes. Uh, unexpected other th- scenes that, you know, uh, I've seen her get, you know, nude in some stuff, and this one was decently shot, and yes. well. it wasn't, it wasn't out of, uh... No, 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 nothing, uh, raunchy. Yeah, nothing, nothing crazy, but it was good, and, uh... Very arousing. Definitely a scene in there with some 80s, you know, oh, yeah. it was like, it was like a, you know, footloose, uh almost rolling around kind of a thing in, in the bedroom yes yes you know yes. very very like with the the, the fishnets yeah and the, the fishnets yeah and the, you know, it was good little girl on girl action. girl on girl that's what i wasn't expecting I wasn't not expecting, expecting it yeah. i mean shoot dude there was nudity like in the first five minutes of the movie not the opening scene but the next one yeah the next scene i was like oh well, shit, hey, right. here we go and I'll tell you what, Charlize's Theron's boobies hold up, holding, holding up, up, holding up. They're great. Yep, yep. They've been, they've been, they've been great since um, you know um, Cider House Rules and uh, Head in the Clouds. If you ever seen Head in the Clouds, oh, I don't think I've seen that is, one. Is 
like a World War II uh, Nazi Germany France kind of thing, and uh, she. Uh, is just like this like free spirit that kind of like start like like her friends go to war but she's like uh you know just traveling around she doesn't care about that stuff but all her friends do and then finally she kind of gets roped into it mm. so she ends up being like a spy for the uh the the, the states or uh she likes to play her spies yeah. i guess but that one she gets like she's in the bathtub and she comes up and she's just wearing this fedora and this necktie straight down and just her boobies is right there nice nice I was like ah oh, so good also starring james mcavoy yes who was still awesome that guy is coming he's trucking along still awesome i know the ladies are huge fans of, Dude, of good, james good looking guy good looking guy yeah he's in split the m night Shyamalan <laughs> movie Shamalama Ding Dong. He did a freaking amazing job in that. Oh, yes. If you haven't seen that, you should check that movie out. This, he wasn't, his character was not. It was a basic character. It was a basic character. It is your basic spy movie. Let's give him the synopsis. You want to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so. Boop, 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 boop. Synopsis. Synopsis. I'm working on some jingles. You know? So, <laughs> <laughs> Charlize Theron works for uh, MI6. Uh, and her name was uh, Lorraine Brockett. Yep, Lorraine Brockett. Uh, yeah, Lorraine Brockett. Uh, and she was sent to retrieve the body of a, another spy, another British spy, who was killed in West Germany. Yes. Uh, the movie takes place in 1989. So uh, the, w- the wall is still up. wall is still up. It's actually like really close to when the wall comes down, I believe. I think it, the whole movie takes like 10 days before the wall comes down. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're looking for a piece of information that is inside of a watch that has all the details on spies from both sides. So Yeah. Uh, and so basically when she gets there to retrieve this body... She's made instantly, and shit hits the fan, and it becomes an unexpected, for me at least, action flick. I mean, this had some serious, I was, serious violence. I was it. very surprised. Of very the, surprised. Of the action in the movie. I was, it was, I was really thrown off. I was like, damn, this is I oh, was not pretty expected. hardcore. Yeah, R-rated movie. Yeah. Wasn't ready for that at all. Um, it's also got John Goodman in it in a bit part. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. And this other guy, that Toby Jones, who was the other guy that was talking to her. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, he's, he's in. in um, uh, the only thing I can think of is is the uh, he's the in, mist, and he's like one of the shopkeeper keeper clerks that learns like how to shoot. He knows uh, how to shoot. He was also in one of the ver the versions about. Um, What's the author? Cap- uh, Capote. Oh, Capote. That was a great movie. Yeah. 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 Really so if movie. you can imagine that, it's him. Um, yeah. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically the whole movie starts with her, you know, sitting in the uh, a interrogation room, getting debriefing to John Goodman and this other gentleman. And uh, it's a uh, it's a one of those basic spy movies that you don't exactly know who is on what side. And as pieces and people come in, you kind of have to... Yeah, there's, there, you know, without any spoiler alerts or, or giveaways, there is a lot of um, secrets back and forth kind of a thing. You don't know who who is, you don't know who this is, you don't know, you know... You got CIA involved, you got the French uh, 
I don't know, you intelligence know what yeah, or I don't know what they're, called. they're called. Yeah, the French intelligence. Uh, you got CIA, KGB, French intelligence, and MI6. Basically. MI6, yeah. yeah. So you got a lot of these people uh, interacting with each other, and we don't know who's on whose side. And, you know, there's, there's twists and turns of, like, who's who and what's what kind of a thing, which is really cool. What did you think was the best part about this movie? The best part about this movie for me was the the, the soundtrack. And it takes place in the 80s. It, it definitely captured this really bright uh, 80s feel. And I loved... My favorite part was the colors. The yeah. colors in every scene really popped. When they were like inside clubs, they were inside the bedroom, inside her, inside her hotel room is like my favorite because it's just this like teal, you know, green, blue with spray painted pink. You right. know, that, just that dusting of pink that comes through and it just... It really pops the mood. It really gets that that really vibrant, like, awesome 80s feel, you know? Well, it had a lot of... It, I would... Well, the soundtrack, first of all, definitely shines. That's the brightening. So the, the soundtrack yeah. is amazing. It's got all the great 80s hits. Uh, original and, like, chopped up and remixed and done different ways. Really excellent soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, that's but amazing. the fashion was interesting because it is, you know... 89 germany yeah east and west and so there's a lot of rebellion going on so there's a, like a lot of like a there's a lot of punks. punk yeah, yeah there's, there's, a a, punk there's mohawk yeah, yeah. uh you leather know like jackets the leather jackets the colored, uh, colored mohawks like those military jackets with this pocket sleeves break dancing break dancing yes i love boarding so like the western influence is like just starting so you had some guys in like a kangal hat and yep there was a little break dancing yep. involved. Brooklyn finally brought it to, to yeah, Germany. A exactly. Bit. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of cool. Where Brooklyn at? Dude. Yeah, where it at? They were they were doing it. <laughs> they were doing but his, it. But you see his break dance too that he was doing. He like he was <laughs> so scared that he like he like kind of fell and he's like, uh, okay. I, mean, I think that could have been his whole I thing. Just, I would have just busted it out, dude. Like you, like that was the only thing with this break dance. I was like, don't be nervous, dude. You know you're gonna get your ass beat, right? Yeah. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Just go full. Just. <laughs> Full breakdance, dude. Full spin kicks and all. Just fucking <laughs> kick that guy in the face. Fuck him. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, you know who also shocked me? And I think, I don't know who he was, but it seemed like he had, a, like, the guy who was helping her. He, the one who was the ambassador. Oh. I don't know what actor that was, but. Uh, yeah, he was the younger guy, right? Yeah, the younger the guy. Seems he like he was... did a pretty good job. He had a little Bill, uh, Bill Skarsgård, or Skarsgård. He's got to be. He's got to be a German actor, or he's got some acron- acron- no, that's acronyms in his Swedish, name. Swedish dude. That oh, okay. looks Swedish All right. or Norwegian. Hold on, I'm looking him up right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't Swedish know. actor, yes, Skaska. There you go, Skaska. Bill Istvan Gunter Skaska. He was pretty good, though. He was. He was good. I. I uh, he do any, he's not majorly in the movie, but he's in there in a couple good scenes. Evidently, he's in it as well. Oh no, he's uh, he's the clown. No shit, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go, dude. I mean, Fucking duh, dude. I haven't seen the it yet. Joe saw it uh, yesterday. Um, yeah. I'm gonna be seeing it next weekend. So, yeah, we'll we'll do it next weekend. We'll, we'll do talk the podcast about that next weekend. After, but after uh, you see it, so we can both get a nice. I can recognize talent on the screen, man. But I. I can should have gave it away because he's looking at me through this fucking IMDb thing, and it's his eyes that you can tell is the clown. Yeah, when you look at him, he's the clown. It's like it, it's yeah, like he's kind of got giveaway. these uh, doughboy like big eyes. Yeah, he actually looks like his so his photograph almost looks like a 1932 gangster 
uh, you know, somebody like um, Al Capone's, like, you know, yeah, uh, yeah no, mugshot. Like, like a, or like a Daz Dillinger, or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or one of those, yep. Not Daz uh, Dillinger, not, um, but... Uh... He kind of has that, what's that, Public Enemy guy? Played in Public Enemy, Johnny Depp did the movie, Public Enemies. Uh, it was like a, like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing, but it, it was... Wasn't that Dillinger? John Dillinger. John Dillinger? I'm not sure what his, his name, name was. I'm not, know. Anyway. Yeah. He has that kind of look. He's had that, that 1930s bad boy look like, you know, slick back hair. Yes. Yes. Ooh, nice one. Yeah, great. You know, great photo. Black and white photo. Black and white. Everybody else's color. <laughs> like, it's kind of got like ass. a little bit of a James Dean, like yeah. a rebel, you know, do going on. But this is, you know, those kind of eyes that just kind of like go apart, like a pug. He looks like a pug. <laughs> yes his eyes are like a pug he does look he, like a pug go, you know but not in a bad way yeah keep your eyes open for this guy though yeah, he's good bill skarsgård because he was good in this movie and it'd be it's awesome to have got to be fucking two movies in the theater right now that you were in you know what i mean that's pretty cool oh yeah that's not that's i mean i didn't even know he was the clown i mean i just you put two and two together and i was like well fucking duh dude yeah, yeah, i was yeah, looking yeah. right at him and i should have known but yeah, I'm doing my research. Yeah, so so that's how that goes. So this movie, in if you, I mean, this movie for a spy movie, it's not super suspenseful. Mm-mm. There's there's like hints of it, but it is action driven. Action driven, and boy, does it have some action, dude! It, it's from almost from start to finish. It was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of action scenes. I didn't like the KGB guys though. The KGB, they were like Russian. Uh, so that Street Fighter guy, Zangief. Zangief. Exactly. They all had the Zangief haircut yep. with that and with weird, the beard. weird tapering mohawk with the with the goatee like yeah lines on the side of the beard. I was like, there was like ten of them, and I was like, is that the style? Like, I don't know. I didn't know. Is that a KGB thing? I don't know. But it was it was, it was it was a Russian style and in, in fucking Street Fighter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely Russian. Yeah, Russian so, cop. So yeah, so that. I thought that was kind of weird too with that with that kind of outfitting the fashion. Uh, Charlize Theron looked sexy through the whole movie. She was great, um, I li- you know. And even at her age, I, I guess she's forty or forty five. She's up there. You know, she's looking good. She is still kicking good, and f- like she's she did a lot of action yeah, scenes. Yeah, like, a lot of action. If, she she does get beat up well. Uh, I don't know if uh, <laughs> any of this was a lot of stunt doubling or anything, but there, if she did a lot of the action stuff, she was is definitely doing. Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, her body was on full display. Yeah. Um, yes, I wanted to talk about the one scene that I felt was very similar to the true romance just because of the weapon used there was two scenes actually that were it was a, it was uh both kind of but go ahead you, okay you so about the, the one, one i was talking about. about was you know her her package mm-hmm. you know her the person she's trying to get to cross the border uh has gotten shot in the uh the mission the middle of the mission and she's going to get the snipers and she gets in this big fist fight and she picks up the classic corkscrew. Corkscrew. And you gotta love it when the corkscrew comes yeah, when into play. When the corkscrew comes when, out. When it comes into play, it's just gonna be like it's, carnage. It's that ultimate weapon that is like you it's don't realize. Yeah, it's, it's it, cringeworthy. It, you don't realize that it's there because think about if you actually got hit or stabbed somewhere with a corkscrew, right? And it, 
because it's kind of hard. It's yeah, pulling that thing out. It's gonna pull something with you it. You gotta twist it out. Oh you yeah, know, it's like get lo- like an arrow kind of thing. Get lodged in your neck. You gotta find a way to get that fucking thing. Yeah, out. it's not gonna. There was a lot of stabbings throughout the movie. So yeah, they so they had that true romance with. She grabs the corkscrew. She fucking is just railing this dude in the neck and the fucking back. Like, yeah. everywhere she's stabbing this dude with his fucking Forehead, the eye. Just making these, like, oh, yeah. fucking yeah. sounds of just ripping the shit out of that thing. The next one was the ending scene when they're in the hotel room and all kinds of guns are fired and oh, shots. Oh, oh, And it okay. blows the feathers. Oh, up. yes, the feathers out, yes. And the feathers is very similar to the ending scene of True Romance where... You know, where she writes yeah, on was, the napkin, you're so cool, the feathers just are yeah, all... Yeah, with Sizemore yeah. and... Yeah. So that was two scenes that I thought were, were pretty... Yeah, yeah. And she kept the blonde, the bleach blonde hair, which really shows blood up well. And I like when they do that. And yeah. that happened in True Romance too, where uh, Patricia Arquette got was bleach blonde. Yeah. A lot of blood dye just kind of flew in her hair, and it just made that whole experience fucking much cooler yeah and and kind of like uh unlike like the early spy movies like the early james bonds i mean i guess in the later ones with daniel craig they've bruised them up she gets the shit beat out of her i mean the opening scene when you see her body is her soaking in an ice bath yeah which is fucking a see-through ice bath i believe yes because yes that's where you see full yeah she goes under that's how you see full body yeah she gets the full uh, and yep. her body is like beaten, scratched. There's bruises everywhere, all yep. over her, her body. Face is all black and blue, cut up. Yep, and split then, lip, huge black eye. And then she goes in and then starts telling the story because they ask her what happened, and it's like you know this timeline of like ten days earlier, ten days later, yeah, three weeks later, you know that kind of thing. They did really capture, like whatever they used to do the wall, whatever the set wall, they had made yeah, was, was looked, fucking good. I mean, I think they may have used honestly, actually, now that I think about it, like some kind of part of the set from uh, Bridge of Spies, because the, I mean that was also had the wall. It just looked that they probably got some places in Germany or over in Europe that actually have cool spots. Well, they do so many filming. war movies with those like I beams yeah. that are made in an X with the bob wire and stuff. Yep. I think they just have that now on movie sets. There's so many. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Like you know, for Saving Private Ryan, all that shit. Oh yeah, yeah, Fucking huge fun to set that shit up. Oh yeah. Uh, what I really liked about this movie too was it's subtle, kind of. It's in your face, but subtle is the font. The font was really cool. The spray, right. oh, the, the spray, spray paint so, stuff, like just the way the words were displayed. Like, if they were going from East to West Berlin, or it said the beginning, or it said like a certain time, like ten days before or three days later, it's like it would be like a stencil was held up, and then they spray painted, and then they would like remove the stencil. It was a kind of a cool way to. Yeah, it was very Salt Lake City punk when they're just like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of graffiti displayed everywhere. In the movie, yeah. actually, that was a big theme. Which, like I said, same, and they were using a lot of the same colors. That that pink, that hot pink, du- like that hot, yeah, dust, hot pink, and that pink. like vibrant green, like the, yeah. the bottle on the yeah, bottle like, cap on your Dasani there. Yeah, like the very vibrant green, that teal, blue, greenish, like aqua almost. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. It's like cool ass colors. The purples, you know, shit was shining in there. It was pretty yeah. cool. And the the uh, the attire. Uh, I mean, Charlize Theron had some outfits. I don't know those red shoes. And those... She was wearing some fucking. She pumps, had a heel. I don't think she had like any kind of like comfortable shoe on the whole time. No, she was definitely wearing heels and 
I don't know some thigh high boots and yeah. then like oh some some thigh highs some, and some thigh turtlenecks high and some like a lot of uh, length coats. What are I don't know three quarter uh, length coats. What are they called? Tr- a lot of trench coat trench sort of, but like uh, but but they were like uh, those like nice New York yeah like a, like a peacoats like, like a long peacoat. peacoat yeah like a peacoat like a yeah. long peacoat but re- you know really nice yes um yeah good attire for her. The rest of the guys were good for the '80s. It kind of like it, it. really matched up. It held up to where I, I liked to where like even the cars, the old, the, some of the old school oh, yeah, like yeah, police yeah. cars that they had. The Volvo, and then they yeah. had the uh, what did it say? Volkspolizka. Volkspolizka. Yeah. yeah. No, that was cool. I liked how they did. Uh, I like how they get some of those old cars, dude. That's got to cost money just to put some of that shit together. I think they're still driving them in fucking Eastern Europe. You think? <laughs> I'm, can't be that old, really. I think I think there's a lot of countries that still have those cars, man. That makes sense. Yeah. Is it only America that we fucking swap out cars? Or, nah, Japan's got to do the same. Oh, yeah, Japan does the same thing. But, I mean, eh. th- those cars are still out there, eh? I like guess. Russia, dude. They've got some crazy looking stuff. It makes sense for Russia, but for Germany. And I only know because... Every car in Russia has a dash cam, and so whenever I watch one of these videos, <laughs> yeah, you see them go things. by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, definitely that one. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think overall, what do you think of uh, Charlize's English accent? Uh, that was kind of non-existent. I really didn't hear it. That it was way. like she really strong in the beginning. She didn't and- talk enough for me to pick up because. I mean, actually, it could be super awesome because I don't. It was very subtle that I just didn't notice that she was even English. Oh, you did. She said you know because she, yeah, she like I, I knew she was because she wanted to go see the Queen. Not oh, that she wanted to, but like no. you know when she was like talking and they oh, were talking. She about had London. a she had a pretty thick English accent in the beginning. I think as like the action went on, it got like a little bit less, a little less, yeah. But there was one word she said, and she said appreciate, but she pronounced it I appreciate. And I was yeah. like, I don't think anybody says appreciate. <laughs> appreciate. Yeah, I kind of didn't pick up on the accent stuff. Yeah, it wasn't noticeable for me enough. Yeah, the the, the KGB guys, I couldn't tell, like, what accent it was actually supposed to be. It, at one point, it was, like, Spanish-sounding, and then it was German-sounding, and then it, it was went to the Russian. Russian. Yeah, so I was like, it was all over the place for yeah. me on that one. So. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of the, the dialect, as far as, like, the accents go, kind of didn't do it for me yeah. there. It was kind of fell flat. Yeah. Um, the screenplay was, or the the dialogue itself was pretty good. Oh, yeah, there was some humorous uh, moments. Yeah. I laughed a couple good times, at least twice, like, decently. Yeah. Um, I followed everything pretty well. It wasn't like I was, like... Who's this guy now? What the fuck's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was was... like the same characters, you know, over and over. But um, so overall, Joe, what do you give on our scale? What do you give the movie? Um, I was really entertained. I liked a lot of the stuff. It was great action. Movie as a whole, uh, I'm going to give it a 6.5. 6.5? Yeah, I'm going to give it a 6.5 because I think... It lacked in a lot of things, but, and, you know, I think as a spy movie, it could have been, you know, it could have been more definitely devilishly clever. It could have been a little bit more witty. 
I agree. You know, uh, it could have had more gad. Well, it's eighty nine, but well, I mean, now you have to do. I have to understand this movie, and I we should have said this earlier, is based on a graphic novel. So yes, the it, coldest city. Yeah, uh, the coldest city. So, um, which it, I haven't read, so maybe I should check that out. Maybe we should do yeah. that. Yeah, uh, but it does. It does have that like bit of like extra action feel to it. And I really did like the use of the slow-mo in it. They didn't overuse slow-mo. No, not at all. It was um, great. Yeah, they did a lot of close-up on her eyes. Uh, like yeah, a lot where of, she would, yeah, a lot of, like... Where she would be looking and, like, you know, they would do it. Yeah. Whenever she was, like, looking at something or noticing, they would do, like, the zoom in on her eyes and slow it down and then go back to reality real quick. I'm always fascinated when, in the movies, when somebody gets punched in the face a lot, and they got to make it like a bruise. And, you know, when your eye gets bloodshot, yeah, that's got to be a contact lens, right? Or they just put some kind of dye in your eye real quick. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I don't, it can't, when you put like a dye, it doesn't hold up, right? It's going to leak out of your eye. There's another thing. If you get stabbed in the cheek with car keys, <laughs> you are not just going to have a hole there. You are going yeah, to yeah. be bleeding. This guy did not bleed from that wound. And he didn't even flinch as he pulled it out of his face. Yeah, he did not flinch. He took it straight to the face. And he was walking <laughs> and around. He, let, he, walked, he was walking around kicking her ass for about a minute and a half with car keys dangling yeah. from his face. Yeah, and then he finally walks out, and then he just like rips it out with like no expression off his face, and then walks off camera. And he's just yeah. like, come on, dude. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. You're going to flinch. So you gave it a 6.5... I gave it a 6.5 because I thought there could have been a little bit more, although I did appreciate the, like you said, the graphic novel. It's could it's almost comic book-like, but not to where it was overly comic book-like. Yeah, it's not like Sin City or anything like right, that. Right, right. And I thought that was cool. Like, don't yeah. overdo it. And they didn't. It was, no, they it didn't. was a really... You know, it's worth going to see in the theater, is what I'm saying. It's like a 6.5, so I'm getting you, I'm giving it over half percent this is this is yeah this is your good like nothing to do turn on an action flick you want to like be entertained Mm -hmm. the soundtrack alone holds up the movie yeah exactly Um, i'm gonna give it a six eight six eight which i you know i'm shocked by myself that i'm giving it a six eight okay but but the soundtrack i may have been more entertained in this movie than i was in wind river yes i was definitely more a different kind of feel you know yes uh like i said you know the action itself kept me, you know, going. The graphics, the, the lighting, the music—it all—it almost felt like I was watching like more action than uh, old school Total Recall, but it had the same colors, right? You know, it had that, you know, Mars, like you know, uh, you know, blue, like purples and pinks and teals, and just all these weird '80s colors that like were actually in the '80s in Total Recall and all these other movies that you know watch. It's like. These little like you know spot like would flicker on and off and it was just pretty, it was I, I I thought the cinematography was really good that was probably one of my favorite parts of the whole movie the cinematography all right I like the set design I liked uh, yeah. the, the, her hotel room her the hotel. pink with like the like mauve or she whatever. had a killer fucking bed dude that bed was circle it was huge oh yeah yeah, yeah. I was like dude, check this bed out with with like the slotted uh, the veneer or not veneer the uh, louvered wall so yeah. you can see her see through. That's where she takes her see-through bath. Yeah, and then it was ice cubes. Ice in it. Cu- and I was like, <laughs> it looked like she had like a, a stereo, like at the headboard. It, what does it look like? It looked like, oh, it was yeah, like yeah. A, I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah, dude, yeah, this yeah. fucking. How much is this hotel room a night? Because this is I don't want that one. 
Yeah. It was a solid. It was solid. It was the 80s, man. Germany tell 80s. You. And... It was fucking uh, Miami Vice all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. But if you're looking for a good movie, uh, check it out. Atomic Blonde, Charlize Theron. Uh, great music. A lot of action. Super uh, 80s. Super 80s. Uh, it takes you back. Yeah, it a takes you back, dude. It actually, like, I, like, remembered a lot of this, you know, 89. I remember the wall coming down. Uh, there's a little David Hasselhoff uh, mention in it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, even before, for be, when you get into it, it takes place in 89 as well. See, 89, man. It was 89. a good year, man. Battle of the Bay, the earthquake here. I mean, yeah. I, you don't know about that, but that was... I don't know, but I heard about it. It was the bad, was, one yeah, of the bad ones. Yeah, that so was a bad uh, time. Yeah. It was a good time, but it was a good bad time. time. A lot, bad of, time. lot of shit happened in '89. Yeah, just kind of weird. Yeah, but Gorbachev tear down that wall. Tear down the wall. But yeah, I'd say good action film. Uh, definitely worth going to see in the theater to kill in you know two hours. Yeah, it was uh, definitely inter- a guys' movie. Yep. Probably not a chick flick. You know, although it was it's a uh, it'll be entertaining actually. It's it's a pro a pro chick. It's a lot of good. Oh yeah, uh, she's a. To me, she's a feminist-ish, uh, strong kind of uh, woman, which I yeah, like. Yeah, which yeah. I like. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, but overall, you know, I gave it a six-five, a little over half percent. Yeah, um, could have been done better, but you know, I'm not making the fucking movie. That's right. That's you know, right. I thought it was good. Yeah, you know, I gave it a six-eight. I actually, I, I was thoroughly enjoyed by the movie. Yeah, I definitely was, uh, was entertained, and I thought it was a good time. Yeah, so. All right. All right, guys. Well, until next time, until we go out on our next venture. and Which will probably be it, because I already saw it. Yes. So yeah, we came yeah, back. I'm seeing it next weekend, so that's it. And then, and then we'll, maybe another one added on to that. Maybe we'll have another little, like, you know, 40-minute yeah, one or something. Yeah. We'll, I think it's more fun when we see them together. Yeah, definitely. But um, this, we, this one would be special because, you know, it's so close in us seeing it. So, yeah. You know, I, we literally just came from the theater, so... Yeah. So yeah, it's fresh in our minds, fresh in the minds, but it will be still be fresh in your mind. Same. And, you know, we'll, we'll no, of course. So it'll be cool. It'll be, but we'll watch more, always more movies together. It's better that fresh. way. Yeah. Keeping it fresh. Keeping it fresh. Keeping it fresh. All right. All right, guys. Peace out. Peace out. Enjoy the movies.